right, welcome back. Episode 60, 6 0, the amount of home runs that Babe Ruth hit in 1927. Episode 60 of the Young Olds, Old Heads podcast. I'm one of your host, Tommy, aka TV Sports Cards, and I'm here with my good friend and co host, Max, aka Cards Max, aka Cards Max, first Bowman edition, obviously. Max, how are you doing? Uh, you know, I was born in 1927, but I'm getting my first Bowman in 2023. That's the way Thompson Bowman does it, and that's the way we do it on this podcast. And that's just how it goes. I mean, I swear to God, and I hope the listeners can back me up on this, that at some point I mentioned that idea maybe like last summer in an episode. Um I know that Tops has put this out like a while ago that they were going to do this where I, I didn't even set the stage. Basically, a photo came out today of a Roberto Clemente Bowman Chrome first Bowman. Um, and now people are freaking out that they're putting first Bowman logo on cards with veterans or old dead dudes, as Max likes to say. Um, I'm pretty sure I said this idea before that this would be kind of a fun idea. It has been met with absolute negative backlash. So I maybe should not even say that I came up with this idea before, Max. Uh, what is your thoughts? Well, I first want to say that the people that are just trashing fanatics and tops for every idea that they have. We've had taco fractors. We've had frozen fractors. We have first Bowman legends in 2023. New isn't necessarily correlating to good, but innovation is good. And the fact that we're having some care of new ideas being implemented into products, we've seen this with Big League as well. They're just being completely reformed as a product. It's a fun little gimmick. It's another reason to open the product. You probably hated Johnny Manziel and Russell Wilson getting Bowman Chrome cards as well. And I just have fun opening the baseball cards and shut up. I'm definitely clipping that, and it's early in the episode, so I'm not going to forget about it. That's amazing. Thank you, Max. Um, yeah, just shut the fuck up. Like, I'm tired of everyone <laughs> saying, <laughs> I'm tired of this take, Max, and tell me if you're tired of this take, too. And we're, to be fair, like, we have also contributed to me having this fatigue for this joke. But this, like, every single decision, and you hit on this, like, every single decision that Fanatics is making right now, everyone's comment is like, oh, this is going to 10x the hobby quote-unquote sarcastic and i'm like yeah i've done that and i i can own that but i'm gonna stop uh, like, let's just let him do it these collectors are just so fucking spoiled i don't think people remember that in 2016 the demand from tops was to have borders on the cards and we went five years from 2016 to 2021 without borders on our cards we finally get that back in 2021 where we have our nice Good-looking gold parallels or nice, good-looking black parallels. Sure, 2018 gorgeous parallels would not have happened with Borders. But this was a huge outcry by older head collectors, by young 24-year-old single men like myself for who knows how long. And now people are complaining about innovation when we went five years without fucking Borders. People just don't know what the situation is right now. I'm definitely not pro Ruben. I'm skeptical. Um, there's just, I actually had a friend who's not into cards at all. Send me a tweet about the fanatics lawsuit. 
and it's like what the hell's going on in the card world i had to explain it to him he's like damn fuck michael rubin like that dude sucks like from like a totally outside the card world perspective he had known about rubin before the story came out and like was like damn this dude just like reinforced everything he thought about him so i don't know i feel like there was a serious serious g like savior complex that came in with the rubin like entering the hobby and everything i don't know let's just let's just play it out a little bit i'm okay with roberto clemente for his bowman cards i think they're kind of fun if there's a willie mays one i might collect it i'm gonna take out of my figurative pocket this is a little plastic encasing it is a card that i bought this weekend because i fleeced the guy and i'm a scammer flipper but this is a 2021, I'm putting it towards the camera, Allen and Ginter autographed booklet relic of Pedro Martinez. And for people that just came in as flippers and you just come in with your Zion cases or whatever, this is a booklet card. These were the pinnacle of kits for products for the entirety of the 2010s and they're near extinct. A beautiful hit, valuable card, all, often had the connotation of being game used or a jersey, or an autograph, or just putting 16 fucking stickers in one massively long, thick card and saying, oh, this is a $1,000 card because you put 20 sticker autographs on it. Do you know how far we've came and evolved from that? If you are anti-first Bowman Roberto Clemente, you want booklet autos for the next decade. I'm not saying Clemente first Bowman autos, or excuse me, we're not... We're not getting first film in auto. <laughs> on card, Roberto Clemente. Yeah, we're not getting on guard autos of Roberto Clemente. We're just getting the first moments. But it's like most of the people complaining, do you rip? I don't rip as much as I used to. I'm not going to be a fraud and say that I rip as much as I do. But I, it's a card that I can point at and I can say, wow, that's pretty dank. The dank to dollar ratio is strong on that one. I can go back to eBay and look at that 2018 National Babe Ruth pack and look at that prism refractor sheen and say, yeah, that's going to look dank in a binder. So it's like, what, would you rather just have them not exist? Is that your preference is have the normal? It's like, it's not like this is at the expense of at anything at all. So that's my gripe with human beings that are not real human beings. I also think, I mean, I forget that take, but I think that everyone who is mad about Roberto Clemente first Bowman's should be way, way more mad about the Topps employee hit from Topps Chrome Platinum, where like the one in 17,000 pack hit is a Topps employee card. Like, what is it going to give you like a LinkedIn connect from a Topps employee? Is that going to be the next hit, Matt? Well, Tommy, some of us are unemployed and that would actually be pretty valuable. Okay. So check yourself. Maybe I just gave Ruben another idea. Who knows? Um, well, Max, I don't want to gripe on that too long. Uh, I think we kind of okay. made our point there. But no, so now I'm controlling the conversation, and uh, I'm going to say one year and two words: 2022 Platinum Anniversary. Your impressions? Wander oh, my impressions. Your Dude. impressions. The fact that we're getting a Wander Franco rookie card product, I'm not letting us talk, not a sports analysis podcast, but the fact just outside of everything that yeah. we're still getting Wander Franco rookie card product. He's still playing in the minors. It Not clipping that one. We're, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, we already talked. I feel like we talked about that product before when it came out last year. Just like catch up with the years with it. Like stop having it be a product that's a whole year behind. Um, I like the big checklist. 
Moises Alou is in a Giants uniform, one of my all-time favorite Giants. So, like, loving that. I love that there's manager cards in it, unlike a lot of products. Um, I don't know. There's there's reasons to like it. It's kind of like Topps Chrome Total or something. Yeah, dude. It's like it's like heritage, but chrome. Like we're getting a restart and we're going back to 1952. I don't like how delayed last year was, but I'm just thinking about all the cool career ones we can have of some players at the QC and the design and the innovation. That's the word of the episode. The innovation were a little bit better. But with that in mind, I think that this is a product that people give a little too much shit on just because of the amount of parallel dilution. And I think this is planting the seed for something that could be pretty cool because right now I don't really care about the 70s top sets and I'm not a heritage nerd to want to do a full career run of Andre Dawson. I don't know. Excuse me. That's too old. I don't know. Matt Kemp. Okay. I'm not doing Matt Kemp full top heritage career runs, but imagine starting from 1952 and doing a full run of a player. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you're you're on you're unenthused. I'm a, I'm unenthused, but I do kind of like the I like the, the heritage. I'm not anti it actually in the long run because of the, like the amount of parallels for it. Because that's what heritage is missing. Because I'm like heritage chrome, same thing. Topped chrome, platinum, same thing as heritage chrome. But then you get the colored parallels, and honestly, I kind of I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, but that's kind of a I don't know. We'll see what it looks like next year once it has gold cups on the cups from the years that 1960 and on. So I'll probably collect a little bit of them. But until then, I'm probably not going to collect any of them. Oh, I actually have one on my desk. I have a 2021 Andrew Jones black auto on my desk out of 10. And this cost me 30 bucks. Did like a Drew Jones, Andrew Jones documentary come out, Max? Is that why you've been buying all these cards of them? I... I only have two Andrew Jones cards right now, but that's like more than I've ever had. How do you know I have so many Drew jo- Andrew Joneses? Well, I was saying Andrew or Drew because oh. I also saw you had the Drew Jones first Bowman Chrome like PSA 10 of some sort. Yeah, I have had some gripes with non-payers on like all of my cards lately. Like just as a little anecdote, just as a little, um, what, what were we calling it? Uh, refractor, foil parallel, and um, thorn. My thorn is that I had a someone buy my Tatis one of one autograph. He said he was on vacation. It was 2 a.m. and that he's going to pay in the morning. And then I woke up to me being blocked. Yeah. Sounds like he had a little bit too much fun on vacation, maybe. Sound, I mean, I'm someone who has a lot of fun on vacation. When are we getting the card hype house vacation going off the floor? Whenever Brock spawns, gets Ludex to bring a bag out for us for the sponsorship. That's the only that's when the hype house I'll promise hype house card edition if he can do that for us i know you won't commit i know you won't. i know i know well maybe yeah. maybe maybe um, okay Tell uh, can we just cool do a quick podcast. little acknowledgement that we had eric white back on the podcast last week and that he compared himself to jesus yeah he exists i i hope <laughs> i hope people enjoyed that that was like uh, sometimes he literally left me speechless which is pretty hard to do but i mean no i mean my one of my favorite parts of the episode was when i said he was horny for money and that you and eric quite back just did not say a word dude well he didn't I say anything the envelope. he didn't say anything and i was like bro max i know that eric Whiteback is not nor weird enough to get that joke like this dude is like there's no joke it, self-admitted like jesus follower like straight edge guy 
thinks he's out here, like, really truly believes that he's like bringing Tommy, the gospel to people in some Tommy, capacity. You I know you're that. from San Francisco. I know you're liberal. That's just not how like the rest of the religious people like act that have some. I I I can't speak on his faith, and I feel like the more that we talk about this, the less, uh, the more dangerous it becomes. But yeah, so actually, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to say anything because I feel like it could be dangerous. But he, Eric and Ben, two do we had Eric and Ben, two great people. I'm glad we had both of them on the podcast. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Uh, <laughs> it's really the only way to do it. But I just wanted to acknowledge it. I mean, I had we have ranted. I've ranted about him so much in different episodes. So yeah, it was it was certainly interesting. Some, to hear yeah, what some he had people to say. were saying that we didn't go hard enough, and I'm like. Fuck you. I if we have someone on our show, there is a level of respect to treating a guest. This isn't just a come on the show and we're gonna pummel you and put you in the ground and then take you out of your grave and punch you even more. Because I can do that. I'm really good at it too. But I'm not gonna do that to the guests that I love that we're have on this show. Speaking of which, we have another guest coming on our show. Yes, we do. Won't be pummeled. Uh, we'll 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 save that for the end, but Ooh, yeah, okay. I want to I want to echo what you just said, though, real quick, just because like Eric did come on here. He gave he was on here for two hours and 12 minutes of episode, which is absurd. You got to respect that. I appreciate him coming on. We got a lot more yeah. eyes on the podcast. Um, we've seen and he knew he was coming into the wolves then, too. He knew it wasn't going to be he was going to we were going to throw him some softballs the entire time. So I respect yeah. him from coming on. Um, I respect the people that enjoyed and listened and. Thank you for being a young old head if you are listening to this right now. Yes. We literally couldn't do it without you guys. Um, Max, you went to a card show, though. I was feeling like serious desire to go to a card show today, just sitting at work on Monday at lunch. You go to one once every three months. I have. That's my. I I was just like, shit, man. I got to like travel to a card show or something. Like, I got to go. So, how was it? How was it? Um, It was good. I set up. I did not. It was a two day show. I didn't go on Sunday because I didn't know if some people felt it was worth it. And I was really getting into a Nash equilibrium, having to write out the pros and cons of every single scenario. And I thought, no, I'm not going up Sunday. So I set up for one day. Um, My contrasts to a New York show and maybe even a North Carolina show is that the walk up buys were better than i expected the wasn't as much dealer by dealer competition it was interesting not having seeing the same dealers at the table every single time i'm very used to my new york new jersey more so high roller dealers that are very formulaic and i know the tastes of everyone but the vibe of this show for lack of a better word vibe because i don't like that word is that there was a lot more hobbyists or quarterback investors. Same thing. And I had a lot of fun with the baseball. With the baseball? With the baseball. I showed the aforementioned uh, Pedro Martinez, Allen and Ginter auto. I also bought this really cool Cal Ripken Stadium Club auto out of five. It has like the black orange foil, which is the parallel. And it just looks sick. With the helmet. The black orange parallels are primo for the Giants. They sell for a lot. But yeah, I was gonna say 
usually they look absolutely pointless and purposeless, but like on that Orioles look, it looks clean. Um, I traded away some Otanis and got back some other cards. So I got back a Judge autograph and more Otanis. And I am always living, breathing baseball cards, probably too much to an extent. I am the hobby or I aspire to be the hobby one day and I am a card. Respect. Um, I'm glad to hear that, you know, you're seeing new inventory and getting a new crop of uh, dealers to scheme and defraud and get fights with scam, getting fights with um, verbal and physical. So we will just continue to check back in. I'm glad you got to get some cards of guys that are retired. Very interesting move by you. Not something that you do very often, I feel like. Other than the dead guys. You don't do a lot of the in-between dead and retired, you know? That's true. I also, like. I just don't like that period of baseball. I don't think it's very fun. I also wasn't born from it. Like, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Um, but I try to gravitate more towards newer stuff. Um, I have a card on my desk that I'm going to forcibly enter into this discussion because it's really cool. And it just arrived today. Even though I bought, bought it like a month ago, it's the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. pointing short print autograph. And there's like none of these that exist. And this is the highest graded ever. So I like cards like this because A, they're modern. I can relate to the players. And even from a buying and selling standpoint, there may or may not be more volatility. And volatility is just fun. I like going on the roller coaster and I want to ride. I don't want to throw up, but I want to ride. So cards like this I are cool. also. Oh, I also got a Vladimir Jr. or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. card in the mail today. Is that the Maple Leafs? This is a 2020 opening day Maple Leaf Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Gold Cup. I got this for my boy at Matt's Cards. Ooh, um, Matt's Cards has sick taste, dude. That dude, his P Alonzo Rainbow is nuts. But this card, dude, unreal. I've lost so many auctions for this card in my day. This card always goes for like 20 to 30 bucks, and I always want to get it for like 10. Um, but pretty cool opening day card. I love the Maple Leaf parallel. This is definitely going to be a sweet one in the binder. People will stop and point this one out, I bet. Um, I miss that they will no longer be a thing. Yeah, sad. Uh, well, do you know about the distribution of these, Max? I'm not familiar. Yeah, uh, but they are in, like, class. I believe, I really don't want to get this wrong, but I believe you get, you know, like the way those Meyer um, plastics are? I believe yeah. it's similar to that where you get a pack or two in the Meyer plastic encasement and then you get one uh, maple leaf parallel loose in the pack on the back and obviously only distributed in Canada. Honestly, so sick. Very underrated uh, little mini micro set. Uh, I wish Tops would do more of this stuff, you know? I feel like team collectors would appreciate it. Um, didn't well, they kind of do Oh, actually, I actually hit that on the nose. It's three packs and then one Blue Jays. Also, it's obviously only the Blue Jays. So the checklist is small and they aren't too hard to find if you're able to find the packs. So, you know, I bet you know Boba Shett's card. It's so cool. Yeah, that's one of the best Boba Shett rookie cards. Clip this, throw it up there. Yeah. There. Yeah. Thrown up. Um, but happy to get this. Uh, I wish that opening day was still around, obviously. This is like an essential opening day gold cup, in my opinion, going back. Obviously, like the 2013 Mike Trout up there as well, but happy with this uh, rare Vladimir Guerrero Jr. throwing image. I feel like that's pretty rare, except for that one rookie guard. 
I'm pro fun and I'm pro card. Pro fun, pro cards. Are you pro Frozen Fractor? We haven't really talked about it. Now that we've sat with Topps Chrome for a little bit, is Frozen yeah, Fractor. Yeah, we sat with Big Card and discussed our grievances. Did we? We didn't like. I've I've kind of come around though. The ones I hate yeah, the most. I was never really a hater. I'm pro innovation. I'm pro ideas. No, these aren't like the future Gaudi roots, but like as a seasoned rainbow collector, as someone who goes into the trenches and goes after every single parallel that exists, it's like, yeah, I want more. It's like, yeah, I see the Ezekiel Tovar frozen fracture that I see posted every single fucking day. And I see it's minus two out of zero. And it's like, who knows how many of these are out here? Maybe not even five. It's like, it's negative two. Could be a one out of two. Could be a one out of seven. Actually, no, I think it's, I think the most they do is five. So I think it's out of five at the most, but if like, if it's out of two and you don't see any others, like that could just be out of two. Dude, if you pulled that as a kid, you'd probably be tripping out and think it's super sick. Yeah. The only problem is the pack odds are so slim that you're never going to pull it. That's the, that's the only gripe. It's like, unless you're a seasoned singles buyer, like Tommy, the thing with me is that, you know, as someone who, is a professional card dealer, you know, what can I say is that like, I just become like more callous and numb to owning cool cards just because they trade my hands all the time. And I lose the childlike ability to be able to sleep on my pillow at night thinking of frozen fractors because they just aren't as meaningful as some other cards. Do you feel like you as a dealer are finding more like, desire to find value in anything because you won't wish you hope secretly that any card you can find would be of value well i mean you just have to know ball all right like so before so i was at the tampa card show i saw an opening day wander franco sticker auto opening day variation out of 10 in a bgs 95 and before you know pre-14 year old the sticker price was two thousand two hundred fifty dollars and he was just like yep these things are sick. These things are rare. And you, I mean, obviously I don't think it was a firm sticker price at all, but that just shows the enthusiasm that people have towards some of these parallels. And I can't make a card go up or down, but I can know enough ball in order to be able to buy or sell a card at any given price that I think is fair given the scarcity. Like if I have a trout gold refractor and I, I, you know, you can throw enough money at it to set the floor if I genuinely believe the value is there. And I'm saying this both as a collector and a dealer. It's like if I think somebody's undervalued, I can buy it. I hate buying personal expenses for myself because I have to go through this entire process of do I really enjoy it for this amount of money, which is why the dollar is the king. I think that's why I like collecting on ComC a lot. It's like I buy cards that I would be fine keeping, but I know that I will probably make money on. And I have fun with that because I don't have the work associated with it. Like yeah. you grind because you are doing it at a level that I'm clear. I, I don't do it at, but on cards, like I spent 45 minutes last night, just taking cards out of penny sleeves and top loaders to get ready for our night's little photo shoot. I love doing a modeling session with my cards. No, but getting them eBay ready, but getting them looking good. It's like, that's like, I love cardboard. That's like me. That's my zone that I go into when I'm doing the binders, though. That's what yeah. you were wondering. I just I, I envy that. I wish I could go into Zen mode like I used to. But I, I keep checking my eBay save search for 2019 Luis Severino parallels. I own 50 of them. I own like none of the printing plates. 
spot. Do you know? Did you see that I bought a Glaber Torres card yesterday? Uh, which? I bought his 2019 Tops Black out of 68. Oh, that's cool. How much was it? 15 bucks from Frank Lubati. 2019? Yeah. Jeez, that card used to be a lot higher. Yeah, I saw he had a bucks. Heritage Chrome Black Refractor from 2019 with the Rookie Cup, and that looked so nice. Yeah, I, was, I would have maybe bought that off him. Actually, here, you want to give me a quick, did I win this trade or did I kind of lose this trade in the long run? Yes. Um, so I did a trade with Frank, at Frank underscore Lubati on Twitter, one of the best sellers of baseball cards. If you want to buy baseball cards and you like to just see, like, random cool stuff, one of my favorite, probably – at the top of the game right now for baseball stack sellers is that it might be a hot take but i think top no, of the game. Great. um i traded him a 2023 tops and you can do your little ebay search on this if you want okay uh, thanks christopher, <laughs> 2023 tops christopher morell auto out of <laughs> flagship series two i want to say okay. um i pulled that from a hobby box from elite sports cards in chicago shout out ronnie um, on card, I traded it to him for a 2023 Topps Chrome Julio Rodriguez Purple Speckle out of 299, I believe. Um, straight up, straight up one for one bubble mailer with tracking trade. Um, none of the Julio Rodriguez's had sold on eBay at, at the time of the sale or at the time of the trade. If you can get out of a Christopher Morel, then you get out of a Christopher Morel. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that real see that bad i mean i feel like he's just like one of those guys who had hype call up hype that predated the rookie card of him last year so it's made people want of the few people that actually care about him want to have cards of him but it's like two years from now no one will care about him like at all i feel like that's kind of the the secret of, of tops fumbling of the like pushing everyone's rookie cards is like in order to sell more product, do you want these guys to be rookies like as soon to when they're called up as possible? I think because like that's when the hype's the highest for almost everyone. Tops doesn't care about the consumer aftermarket, it's not like a ticket venue where you sell your tickets at 70% true market value just to make sure they're all bought and then have resellers sell them to each other just to guarantee that the entire thing sells. The entire thing is going to sell most when you have the rookie cards with the highest high print run possible, which is always going to be series one. And then you can pump them out in every product that exists. It's not going to happen when you have update and that's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Max. Okay. What do you, what do you, what do you do? What do you buy on eBay? Sponsored by eBay, powered by eBay. But could be sponsored by you if you pay us. <laughs> um, I bought some wacky stuff. Uh, it's going to be more than three. So I'm just going to hit them off real quick and you're going to stop me when you see something dank, but there's some cool stuff. Um, 2021 mosaic Steph Curry gold prism stair masters out of 10 PSA nine gold, Anthony Volpe finest auto out of 50 orange wave Corbin Carroll finest auto out of 25, a BGS nine Mike Trout us 175 rookie. A Paolo Bonchero Donris Choice sticker autograph, as well as a photogenic Paolo Bonchero gold autograph out of 10. 
We had a Jackson Holiday Gold Bowman Chrome Auto to 50, PSA 9. A Junior Caminero Rose Gold Lava Refractor out of 10. A Purple Bowman's Best and Blue Bowman's Best Shohei Otani 2018, numbered out of 250 and 150. A Shet Grand Ticket Stub Autograph out of 7, the variation. A Shet Holmgren Auto Hollow out of 75 autograph. And last but not least, the most important of them all, the 2021 Prism Jamie Newman Black Finite Prism Rookie One of One from 2021. Former Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Current Hamilton Wildcats suspended list. Of the <laughs> Let's go, Max. You just bought a PC card. Give me, give us the story behind you finding that on eBay and pressing yeah, the so button. Yeah, so the thing was, uh, I didn't find it. I have to shout out Tanner, TJ Card Collector. I assume he was just in some. So Tanner does Alabama quarterbacks and cool Alabama collegiate cards. And he just sends me this link one day of like the Jamie Newman Black Finite. And I'm like, dude, thank you. <laughs> I get my gigs and snipe in like a few days in advance. I just put it in. I'm like, how much am I paying for this? And like, well, I saw the Sam Hartman sticker autograph from Bowman University Superfractor to 500. And that pains me a bit that I missed that. Sam Hartman transferred to Notre Dame this past year and now has since has all Notre Dame cards. So Bowman, this year's Bowman University was his only Wake Forest card. And I missed the Superfractor auto because I didn't think I'd get it. I didn't want to overpay. But that also does seem like a really big overpay at $500 unless you're a super collector. Anyways, Jamie Newman and Sam Hartman were the starting quarterbacks during my time at Wake Forest as a college chemistry student. Um, if you are in my chemistry classes and my quantum mechanics classes and I didn't like you, fuck you. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so Jamie Newman, Prism Black Finite 101. I have my Gixson Snipe at 333 because I'm like, hey, like no one's going to bid this up to 333. But... If it sells for under 300, I'm going to be a little annoyed. 333, I gave myself an even 10% buffer. And I'm like, okay, it's at 333. I think the card's at like 80 bucks or whatever for most of the night. Tanner shoots me a text saying like, hey, like, let me chip in 25 bucks in case. I'm like, I'm at 333. I'm not sure. Like, but I feel any higher would overpay. And he's like, I'll chip in 25 just so I can make sure you get it. I'm like, okay, cool. Thinking like. Okay, there's no way this thing, like, there's no way I'm going to need to use that 25. But I'm like, okay, I'm like, hey, I raised the Gixson bid from 333 to 356. And lo and behold, the second highest bid was $349. So I would have lost the auction had I kept my original 333. And if it weren't for Tanner telling me that he was going to ship in another 25, I would have lost that auction. That's pretty so sick. I I won the auction at $354 when my max bid was $356. I wish I knew this was going down. I would have totally chipped in too. I think I shout out. Sure. Don't worry. You can still chip in. I'm not stopping you. But no, I'm joking. But no, sick How card. About, I, I, no, that's sick. I'm hyped that you got a new PC card. And I'm hyped that you found a card that you're willing to pay that much for. Are you going to list it on eBay for like a grand or something? No. Like this isn't going to list on eBay. Fuck yeah. Like there's one Wake Forest a uh, collector that I know who I love who may or may not care that I have this like in terms of like want maybe I was bidding against him and I have no idea but I didn't want to alert him to the auction existing and get more competition 
But um, yeah, that's one of like the two wake, big Wake Forest cards I have. I have Jamie Newman's Collegiate Optic Gold Vinyl One of One in Wake Forest Uni, and I bought that for sixty bucks. It was creased, and I was able to get a partial refund down to forty bucks, which I was like happy about because I'm like, man, I really didn't want this crease, but I like I do want to keep the card, and I hate to be that 40 guy. Bucks. The card is that's forty cool. bucks, yeah. That's so cool. that's gonna. I mean, I guess I have the. I mean, and in theory, like he has no national. So just for the lore, Jamie Newman really good showing in during his time in the ACC. He had like two good years or three good years as a starter, give or take probably two full years. Um, he transferred to the university of Georgia in 2020, wasn't going to get the starting job. So, and he sat out due to COVID declares for the draft undrafted free agent by the Philadelphia Eagles gets cut and is a CFL quarterback. He has, he has contenders autos, but like they're kind of like junky. Um, he has no national treasures or any patch considering he never played an NFL game. And it's his at first I was worried it was Chronicles, otherwise I would have bid less, but I saw it was like legit prism. I'm like, okay, this in theory is his best card ever. So I guess I'll pay strong on it just for the fun of it. So I did, and that's cool. Hell yeah. I'm I'm happy for you. Uh in lieu of my eBay buys this week, Max, I'm gonna do a little fun. Yeah. Uh, but I had a lot of other carnage in that in that list. Oh yeah, you did. Do you yeah. want to do you want to give any specific shout outs? Because that list was long and honestly, yeah, I was not going to remember specific. Yeah, I know. Um, no, that's why I had to give the Jamie Newman the biggest priority. Um, I'm a I'm going to send the Jackson Holiday gold Bowman Chrome Auto. That's the most I've spent on a card deliberately to crack and resend. I think I spent like just under 5K on it. I mean, I was the comp, so I don't really care. I have nothing to hide. Um, and that is going to go through, through the grading concubine at the Burbank card show. That is not going to be in the same holder that it started with, and it is going to be used and abused. Hell yeah. Excited for that update. When is uh, the Burbank show? Uh, so Hobby Slam is this week in Miami, which is, should be a big show in the area. I like these types shows because I get to travel and see friends, and I have a friend in Miami whose floor I'm sleeping on. So, yeah, Tommy, you're not the only one who's Hell for yeah. I will couch surf. And I get to see him, so that's cool. And then I think there's a week between that and the Burbank Card Show, which is Labor Day weekend. Nice. Well, I'm excited to hear about that show. Max, I got a shipment in from ComC today. Okay. I ordered the shipment on July 14th, and today is August 14th. I did the cheapest shipping. Shipping cost me $10 total for all these cards. That's like a full um, month? Come on. I know, I know. But we're going to play a little game here called How Much Did Tommy Spend on This Card on Comsi? Yes. And I know you like these games. So we're going to start. Yes. 2020 Tops Now Election Lady Gaga. Print run 8,271. Uh, what series? Is it Leaf? I'm sorry. No, this but... is top. This is tops now. Oh, okay. Joe Biden. Uh, Joe okay, Biden inauguration. Yeah, I know. Lady the Gaga. Um, Three dollars forty-four cents. Four dollars forty-seven cents. Okay, plus or minus a dollar. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, we got two thousand six tops. 
flagship basketball, Adam Morrison, gold out of 500 rookie card. $23. No that's love for Adam Morrison. Sick. That's cool. <laughs> that's I sick. love Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison's yeah. a legend. Um, next card. We got 2016-17 Panini Prestige Teamwork Rainbow Kevin Durant Steph Curry card. So it's it's an insert in prestige called teamwork and it's the rainbow parallel. It is serial numbered out of 25 and it's Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. How much did I pay for this? $17.33. $28.75. That's more realistic. I like that. Out of 25, Steph and yeah. Durant, man. I know. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's what, it's what did you pay for it? Not what do I think a stranger paid for it? <laughs> yeah true i mean the way yeah it's almost like you live on ramen the way you buy cards dude i i haven't bought a card over a hundred dollars in like all summer it's been great um i need to just i've been limiting the ripping too like the health has never been greater yes um, use that ripping and put it into some singles or some exactly pasta. um all right knowing that i paid 28.75 for that steph curry durant card this is a semi-similar card. 2017 status factions. Have you ever seen these factions cards? There's like three NBA no, players. I what? I don't know. No? I'm not a basketball guy. Look up. No, yeah. Google, Google status fractions while I, explain, while I okay. explain this card. We got Steph Curry. We got Clay Thompson. We got Kevin Durant all in the same card. Serial numbered out of 49. The purple parallel. Who are the three? Steph, Clay, Durant. The biggest big three of all time. Ew, yuck. Totally not. Fuck you. Um, what parallel? I was I was Googling it. Sorry. Purple, purple parallel out of 49. Out of 149. Excuse me. 399. Dude, that would have been a steal. 925. 925. All right. I'm giving myself three more cards. I like this game. 2014. Shout out Eric Whiteback. 2014 Prism World Cup. Base Blue Prism out of 199. Arjun Robin. What what kit? Dutch. Dutch. He's the Dutch. He's like the one of the goats of Dutch soccer. Blue Prism out of 199. Country team color match. Low key, but not orange. $14. $14. I bet I bought it for $26.25. Okay. Might have overpaid. How about I got my first Roberto Clemente card? Uh, base Coleman? 19. No. <laughs> yeah, I bought that on ComC today. What? That'd be insane. Um, 1961 tops, batting leaders, NL. We got Dick Grote. Larker? I don't know who Larker. Norm Larker. Willie Mays and Roberto Clemente. What year? 1961 base. Um, it's not card number 41. How Pretty cool card. Play? We got Willie Mays and Clemente. Uh, you don't know condition. It says good to vintage X. That's good to very good. Good to very good. Excellent. 
Dude, you know that I I just look at that and go, vintage, excellent. That's that <laughs> um, I'm gonna say eleven dollars. Five twenty-five. Very happy with that one, honestly. That's cool. Um, and last but not least, 2011 tops factory set red Buster Posey Gold Cup out of 245. Do you know ooh, about these? Ooh, that's cool. Thirty-three dollars. Twenty-five twenty-five. Okay. And I could I literally loaded money into Compsy to buy this card because Oh yeah, that's stank. Out of two forty five. Mr. Lucky Collector. Hell yeah, man. I'm hyped about that. That means that with the Hope Diamond that I got in from Andrew Old Man Collector, I, all I need is the black out of sixty and the platinum Dang. to complete this whole rainbow. I'm so hyped about that. Um card number one ninety eight. If anyone sees the black out of sixty, please let me know. I will pay a hundred bucks for it. If I don't know, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Well, Max, did you enjoy that game? I did enjoy that game. I felt like I did like respectable. It's like, I feel like I, I like I demonstrated that I am better at it than someone who's never seen cardboard before. <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. Well, do you have any parting words for the listeners this week? I got to go study some quantum mechanics. Time to fix the multiverse of cards. Yes. Um, Roberto Clemente, first Bowman. Oh, um, as an aside, I started watching Breaking Bad like seriously this week. I just finished season one. Um, I think there's one like really niche Breaking Bad set. Or uh, is there any other trading card stuff? Oh, dude, text uh, our boy Kimball about this. He okay. has some of the best. He has yeah, I know best. he has some like dank stuff, but it's like I don't want to be a fake. I I'm, I've just finished season one, so <laughs> I have like a yeah, few wait, more seasons of that and Better Call Saul to do. I feel like it wouldn't be the worst thing if we just did some quick life to, life updates at the end of every episode, Max. Uh, yeah, can, you give everyone, so can you give everyone your Tinder charger back life hack? I mean, like, do we need to get into this? I mean, it, I bad a thousand on it. Dude, I think people would just think it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's like, okay, you're just swiping, and then it's like, man, like, did I really change, charge, like, this much money on this? It's like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, the extreme demographic now, but it's like, they advertise it not by the month, but by the week. Um, and it's like, this is really overpriced. It's like, I'm like, okay, maybe if I delete my account and make a new one, it, like, won't be by the week anymore. And it's still by the week. And I'm like, oh, yikes. Like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, like, I, I want to get laid. Maybe it's my pictures. Maybe it's my personality. No, I'm good looking. But it's like, okay, it's like, fine, I'll sign up for the six months, whatever. And I do my swiping and I'm like, why in the world did I do this? So it's like, same day, email back. I'm like, hey, I didn't mean to do this. I'm going to be charged. You know, I'm, I did not authorize this to purchase, whatever. And, and they're like, okay, send your credit card number. And then it's like. I just sit on it for like a week or two. It's like just in case, like I get some more swipes, just get some more swipes in. And then, then after like a week or two, I'm like, Oh, just saw this now. Here's my credit card info. And then reversed. Damn. You, uh, you are really up to some schemes out here and I, you got to respect it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get checked. Am I have not worked out as much as I would have liked to in Florida. I was working out a good bit in New York, but now I've been slacking. Um, 
I am very much prioritizing making money and marketing a cardboard, which I absolutely love. And I want to get structure in that. And then I have to actually explore a career. I don't know. I keep telling myself to do that cute little thing. But cardboard is putting the food on the table figuratively for now. Yeah, that's what I think. I really have to limit my card time at work just because just do more stuff, have more responsibility now. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been nice just yeah, I, feel like, I mean just as in life in general being very the more organization you and the deliberate and intent you put into something the better the yield is going to be and that's not just for productivity that's just for your life outlook in general and how you prioritize your time because time is the most valuable thing and i had a birthday this week and that made me feel spooky because i'm like man i'm 24 i'm just halfway gonna be to a, halfway to a century halfway i'm halfway to a century, to a century. man but I don't know. It definitely makes me do some introspection and I'm not, I try not to be very like as braggadocious and loud of a person that I can be and ultimately not a very self-centered person. So I don't know. It, it just, it just makes me think. And yeah. I'm glad that I can tell these things to people and listeners like you. Yeah. Thank I was telling, a I was young telling my girlfriend, <laughs> thank you for being here. Oh, no, I was talking to mine too. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was talking to Abby, yeah, and I was like, you know, I feel like I have this like now over a year long monologue, like dialogue of all my life random stories on this podcast. Now it's like a very weirdly like reflective activity, and I re- and I enjoy doing it with you, Max, and I appreciate everyone who's out here. Yeah, and I appreciate you, Tommy. Doing. I appreciate you authoritatively going into my DM saying we're friends now. <laughs> Wait, let me make sure we covered everything that I sent you in Twitter DMs this week. Um, Some guy who apparently has you blocked tweeted out, is it wrong to buy a bunch of Project 20 cards, take them out of their one-touches, and binder them? That's pretty dang, but no, they're meant for the encapsulation. Again, you have to remember at the end of the day, my profile picture is literally a Project 2020 card with my face on it iconic and also you are so due for a rebrand my man nah it's, it's nah. tradition that stays on forever um actually i had a good collecting moment that we didn't that is in our oh wait DM, oh but... uh middle. oh yeah. yeah good good thing uh i don't know people are deep in this but so this weekend i was up at abby's family's lake house on torch lake in michigan and you broke the news i broke the no uh, her dad recently got back his 1969 white letters Mickey Mantle that I found for him. That was just like in his like random box. Uh, we sent we sent it at PSA uh, through our boy. Uh, what's his name? Rohan. What's his Slab Mafia Sports? Yeah, I think he's rebranded as Rohan's Cards now, or something <laughs> like that. I don't. I don't buy it. I don't. I'm not in on the rebrand yeah. yet. Um, so I submitted it through him. It got a PSA four, which for a card that he claims to have pulled as a kid is pretty big, big time, and like not really protected very well. Uh, PSA four. Um, then did Abby also the had. Oh uh, yeah, I did, and so did he. Oh wow, that was it. Centered well, or was it like mid? It was decently centered. It was like there was yeah. a, the edge was kind of fucked up. One of it the- ranged, yeah, for the listeners at home, it ranges from about. One thousand three hundred fifty to fifteen hundred dollars in a PSA four. 
Yeah, how many sales off eBay are you seeing? Are you just seeing eBay? Um, I see a heritage at fourteen fifty in June. Hmm. I see a heritage at fifteen hundred in January twenty twenty three, and. Those are the most recent non-eBay sales. I see a lot of them on eBay, which is weird. They aren't usually this disproportionately eBay. Yeah, That's cool. So, pretty cool. He's hyped. Uh, well, I'm hyped. Did you have to tell him the valuation? No, he, I just, he, it, we had a good deal. Uh, I had Rohan just ship him the card straight to him though. So I wasn't like. No, I'm, like, I'm asking you just out of like inquisitiveness, not out of like privacy invasion. Don't worry. Yeah, no. No, I understand. I no, understand. it's like how like how do you break? Because I think I told you like I like I had to break to like my dad's friend that like no like this Thurman Munson autograph like they're really rare, <laughs> and I know you've already broken him that the white letters was like cool, but like there's a difference between a one, a four, and a seven, obviously. So did he understand that type of thing with the grading? Yeah, he knew. He knows about checking comps. Um, oh, okay. so well, I, I think I just told him about it. I, well, he understands eBay, and I was like, "That's just where people sell it." So he knows how to search eBay. Um, one other anecdote from this weekend, though. So Abby has this family friend who's a—he's like a twenty-year-old kid who goes to Indiana University, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Tommy, like, are you in the card game still?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm all like we kind of have young old heads." Yeah, I'm like. You mean I run the best? We, me and my friend Max, we run the the best card podcast. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, I I graded all these cards in 2021, um, and now I just need to get rid of them. Like my parents told me, I got to get rid of them. Like I spent a thousand dollars to grade these cards. A thousand dollars he spent. I don't know if he got scammed or what, but it was just all base. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, like base random illusions mosaic cards like debut mosaic cards and stuff like that and i'm just like dude i i have really had to make break bad news to that kid yeah it's like that's stuff that you needed to offload two years ago yeah and he was like no <laughs> he was so bummed but then we had a good conversation i mean how big was the submission like 20 cards i mean maybe he broke even i don't know I don't know. I might. Would you maybe sell the cards? Could you sell the cards for this kid? I could like try or. Okay. Yeah, maybe we we can be in talks. All right. I might start a group chat after this. Well, this went way longer than I was expecting, Max, but it was fun. I'll talk to you. uh... Tommy's like, I hate socially catching up. We're doing a 30 minute episode and we're not allowed to talk about our lives or have fun or camaraderie. And I'm like, fine. I'm living in this room in Florida and I, don't have any friends in this state sure let's kill this one social resource that i have once a week no but i'm joking but i'm joking good no, good fun. great ending point there max love love it love it but yeah all right any any positive words of words for the people before we go um yeah with cardboard if you think if you're finding some crazy money scheme and it's so stupid that you think it's going to work just keep being psycho enough to keep doing it. As long as it's not illegal. Rock on.